You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> hey friends, Michael McIntyre here. And this podcast that you're about to hear is awesome. I hope you enjoy it. Listen, I have a lot of people asking this. McIntyre, when is the next next level experience? Well, it's going to be right here in Dallas, Texas, March 10th, 11th, and 12th. This is not a conference. Each day builds on itself. You get to be at all three days. It starts on Friday, March 10th at 2.30 p.m. and goes to about 9.30 p.m. that evening. And then Saturday morning, it starts 8 a.m. sharp and goes to about 9.30 p.m. that Saturday night. Then Sunday morning, same thing, 8 a.m. sharp to 9.30 p.m. that evening. It's intense. It's Holy Spirit. It's all about Jesus. It's all about taking your life to the next level. Maybe you feel stuck. Maybe you've been stuck for a while. Maybe your life is working. That's great. That's what we want your life to be working. But we want it to go bigger. You know there's more for you. So if you do, you want to come in. Listen, that's what we do. We help take your life to the next level. It's not for snowflakes. It's intense. It's fun. It's beautiful. We talk about business. We talk about relationships. We talk about Jesus. And we talk about things in your life to get you unstuck and help you get to where you want to be. Maybe a new business, maybe a book, maybe just a career change, maybe just go to the next level. So join us. Go check us out at themichaelmcintyre.com and apply now. No cost up front. At the end, if you want to pay it forward, God bless you. That's awesome. All right. Have a great day. Enjoy this podcast and share it with your friends. Welcome to McIntyre's Next Level Podcast, a place for entrepreneurs, leaders, and dreamers to awaken and be activated to their full potential. Are you ready to get out of the boat and experience your next level? Here's your host, Michael McIntyre. Welcome, everybody. This is Michael McIntyre for another exciting episode of the Next Level Podcast, and your humblest host here in Dallas, Texas, here in Studio M. And we've got two powerhouse ladies in our studio today, and they are fantastical and enterprising and godly women, and they are out there being entrepreneurs and, and going out there and doing some great work in the marketplace for the kingdom. So I'm really excited about this podcast. You guys, especially if you all have ever been to college, want to go to college, maybe you have a child or a grandchild, a niece or nephew, or maybe just a friend that wants to get their child into college. And have, and and believe you me, I've experienced that three times and all three times were no bueno, we're not any fun. Uh, but these ladies make it easy. These ladies make it fun. And so we're going to dig into that today. So I want to welcome Lindsay Hatch and Dora Flores and uh, uh, CEOs, Founders, entrepreneurs, owners of Coach to College. Welcome, ladies. Good morning. Lindsay, good how morning. are you? I'm good. Good morning. Yeah, I'm so glad you're here. Dora. Good morning. What's up, sister woman? <laughs> hey, it's a great day. Amen. Amen. So look, I want to dive right into this because what you guys have what you guys offer people out there is fantastic. And I want to, I want to kind of hear how you walk through this in developing this, because I think it's such a much needed thing. I, and I do know there's other things out there. There's people that have, uh, you know, uh, the ACT and the LSAT and the MCAT and these other testings deal that they do and get people prepared for those. And those probably are good. But what you all do 
and I believe, and I want you to share this with our listeners, is actually get these kids into colleges that they desire, or at least their top three that they desire, and you prep them for that. And this prep prep starts early on, I believe. So let me ask you this, Lindsay, and, and how did you guys come about this uh, coach to college company? And and yeah, and just what what exactly is your mission and vision statement in this process? Well, we came about this. Uh, I recently had a job transition. So I went from 20 years of a teaching career out of a teaching career and into a ministry assignment. Um, so now I'm the chief executive pastor at Storehouse Dallas. Um, and so in that process, it was kind of taking the knowledge that over the course of a decade of doing teaching a course about college readiness um, learning the ins and outs, working with ninth through 12th graders, um, and really at the end, 11th and 12th graders, and kind of watching not just the logistics of the process, but the, the, the student emotionally processing through this whole thing of when it begins, kind of in a, more intensity your junior year of high school, and kind of finishes Really, even after graduation, we've I've had students reaching out and, you know, can you can you walk me through the line at the community college? You know, that kind of thing, Um, because they just really there's an emotional process and connection with kids when they're 16, 17, 18 years old, having to do really important things and being able to partner with them to get them where they really want to go, which is hypothetically may not be what's in their mind or what they always imagined. I want to be a fireman when I grow up. Mm -hmm. Well, by the time they're 18, that vision has shifted. How do we get from point A to B? So through just the knowledge from, from public ed, then kind of shifting and saying, I can continue to do this. I can continue to do this with lots of kind of kids. And, and actually we can monetize this because people need what we have. Yeah. And so wanting to give that back, so people really, it's, it's can be very painstaking, like as a family and kind of hurt relationships and put strain on relationships. And yeah. I just really don't want that Yeah, you know, for families and for parents and for kids. It, it's just no fun. Yeah. And, you know, in, you know, personal experience, I've got three daughters, all of them have a college education. Thank God, bachelor's degrees. <laughs> And by the grace of God, they all got it. But it was not easy. Our, our, you know, we had one that was really uh, academically inclined and the other two were, you know, average. Uh, but, you know, e- every process was still difficult in, in getting the applications filled out, you know, knowing what to school, what school they want to go to. Is there scholarship money for that? And how do you apply for this? And how do you apply for that? And, you know, what time, you know, when do you, how do you send in your essay and how do you do these things? I mean, it's a big process and it's a, it's a huge process. And so, so Dora, I mean, you're still active in this process and you're teaching this avid group at, at uh, your school. Uh, how many years you've been at the school, Dora? And what is it that, that you see, think that the biggest uh, obstacle that students don't realize is coming their way, applying for these colleges? Okay. First question. Um, I have been at this campus for 10 years now. This is my 10th year. Um, I've spent my, I spent my entire career there. And I think that one of the greatest um, obstacles that, um, you know, to the college process is that 
they just don't know what they don't know, mm. I think yeah. is what's tough. You know, um, you can kind of have an idea of what you are going to do. But at the end of the day, they're just like, I just I don't know, you know, how to move forward. And I don't think they realize um, the importance of keeping up with the deadlines and making sure that um, they have all their ducks in a row. So I think that I would have to just say that, yeah, it's, it's not knowing what they don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And that's good. All right. So as a parent, okay. I imagine most of your clients are going to be coming at, you know, somebody said, Hey, you got to check out, you know, coach to college. These guys are great. They take the stress out of this. Uh, Cause I, I know it was so stressful for Stacy and I to get these girls into colleges and yeah, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't just a slam dunk deal. You know, Brianna was more, I mean, she ended up, she had applied and, and TCU wanted her and SMU wanted her and uh, a couple other Vanderbilt wanted her. Uh, and I think she was even looking at Pepperdine, but uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it's not an easy decision. I mean, Stacy and I didn't go that traditional route. I mean, I went to college when I was in the air force. Stacy went to college right out of high school, chased a boy up to Texas tech. And that was, that was kind of the, the deal there. So, but, but nowadays you need to be intentional in this, you know, in, in, two, in 2023, uh, in 2024 and 2025, 2026, you've got to be intentional. And so one of the things that I learned talking to you all about your business plan is that you generally start around eighth or ninth grade with these students. Yes. Lindsay, yes. you want to elaborate on that? Um, yes, we, we do start in eighth and ninth grade. The reason why is because it has to do with mindset so much. And then it has to do with some of the habits that by the time they're a senior become second nature, but they're, they wouldn't be second nature for you. Even if I told you what to do right now, mm. it would not be second nature to you. Even now that you're an adult, like, so some of the things that you need to be able to do um, some of the process of, of information, I know how to take notes. I know how to uh, gut like a lecture and pick out the important things. Uh, those kind of things happen over time. It's a slow drip into that bucket mm -hmm. to where the things they're picking up by the time they are 18, now they're ready. And it's that internal confidence that they have to know that I can go into the unknown and I can be successful because it's that fear of the unknown that gets them. Yeah. As a senior, do I have what it takes? Do yeah. I have what it takes emotionally? Do I do I have what it takes to do hard things? Those mindsets have to be instilled at 14, 15. Mm. Yeah. And that mindset, I'm going to do it. I can do it. I've got what it takes. I've challenged myself. Has to be built over time because if you don't do that when they're an 18-year-old, just because someone else did it. And just because you have some peers that do it, if you don't have that internal fortitude, you won't do it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. for middle-class yeah. Americans, white Americans mm -hmm. is only 50% make it through college. Wow. Like you think, you think you look around, like everyone has a degree. They don't. Well, no, they don't. <laughs> only half of the people have a degree mm -hmm. they got out there and hustled yeah and they they you know were led hopefully by the lord to yeah. what they would do next and they capitalized they may not have a, a lot of people don't have degrees 
yeah. tons. College is not for everyone. That's a hundred percent true. But Good. they got out there and hustled. Yeah, and and I think you know. All right, so so all right, you've got. Let's say you've got a, a you know eighth grader, ninth grader parents said, hey, listen, I want you, you know. I want you to take my son, my daughter, you know, and help them and get, get them prepared. I want to come to you guys, uh, coach to college and get this done. So, Dora, what's the first thing that you generally do in that process? What what would be an onboarding process for a, you know, if a parent comes to you about their son or daughter and getting them, you know, prepped for this college education? Okay. Um, as an eighth or ninth grader, I mean, they're still pretty young, so um, we would work with, um, just like the skills, you know, that you need like time management, you know what I mean? The skills that you need to be successful, like in college and kind of begin to start to have those conversations about, Hey, what are you seeing for yourself? What, um, you know, looking at what options are available to them, you know, kind of, um, lead them through those types of exercises of, um, uh, figuring out what they like, what they're passionate about, you know, and right. also kind of starting to pepper in some prep, you know, and especially like even at the eighth grade and ninth grade level, helping them to also um, build their schedule in high school. That's going to lead yeah. them, you know what I mean? Yeah. To, to be ready when they get to college. Because so is, let's is face that like it, taking AP courses? Yes. You know, it could be taking okay. AP courses and just being, I mean, helping parents just navigate through all of the choices and all of the options that their kids have. I mean, that's daunting in itself right now. It's amazing that kids and parents have, you know, these choices, but at the same time, it can be very daunting. And so yeah. just being able to help parents, help students navigate through the options that they have in high school and how to build that schedule um, in high school to where they're going to be ready, you know, come junior, senior year, as we're starting to, you know, um, start to apply and, um, starts to get real, you know? So let me ask you this door. I know a lot of kids, I say kids are, you know, you know, they're 16 years old, 15, 17. They have some kind of idea. Do most of them have an idea of what college they really want to go to? And is it usually a legacy thing, what their parents did or grandparents or is it something out of the blue? What what do you find mostly? Um, I think I think many of them have an idea of where they want to go. Um, I think that when they get to their senior year, it begins to change though because you kind of begin to look at your transcript. You begin to look at you know your volunteer experience, your you know academic resume, like. You kind of begin to look at the time, you know, that you've put in, that you've invested, and you start looking at your options, you know. Um, I think from for what I've run into is that most of them do have an idea, um, but recently I've noticed that a lot of them don't. So junior year is a lot about like, okay, let's start with, you know, a list. Yeah. You know, let's narrow down at least a list sure. um, of potential universities and colleges that they would, you know, they would want to attend. And so um, that's a process we do like to lead, you know, juniors through so that by the time that they're seniors and they're starting, they at least have, you know, a set of four. Right. Uh, yeah. To apply to. Yeah. Okay. All right. And so let's say for instance, Lindsay, let me ask you this. If you got a parent that comes to you and let's say, you know, for whatever reason, they haven't done anything other than their kid, they feel that they, they want their child to go to uh, college, but they come to you at the beginning of their senior year. 
And is it is it impossible or is it possible or is it just, what happens at that point? Well, it just depends on the type of kid it is. And yeah. it depends at where they are in their transcript. You asked about eighth and ninth graders. One of the reasons that's so important is because a 14 and 15 year old can't uh, process that every grade that goes in at the grading period stays on their transcript. It doesn't leave them until they graduate. That process in itself is tricky for them to understand because they really can't project that far out. Mm-hmm. So having that coach, having that teacher that reminds them, hey, this matters, this matters. It's a long time away, but this matters. This community yeah. service matters. Keep at it. Okay, so then when I get that senior, right away senior year, if they haven't, if they've never been coached by me before, mm-hmm. we can do it. We can get it done. Mm-hmm. However, depending on what they've already done in their transcript mm-hmm. and what's kind of set in stone, I mean, you can't change that. <laughs> no, you, you know, can't. if that child is in the three, five range, mm-hmm. then we can take it up a notch with the current grades that they work on that semester. But you got to uh-huh. remember a senior applies for college between some eager beavers. They'll get in there in July when it opens, August when it opens, but it's really July to September is that application process. You get that jump on it. Yep. So your grades from senior year don't matter. Right. I mean, it's what you did freshman through junior, which is unfortunate because as a 14 year old, you're actually deciding your college future. Right. Because if you only have a two eight, there's only a certain, I mean, we got options, but right. we don't have the high end options that you're That's wanting. Right. And when I say high end, I mean, tough to get into. I mean, you're, your flagship schools in every state that are tough to get into, you don't have that option. Now, every kid does have that option as a transfer student. They can go get 24 college credit hours, make a 4.0, and then transfer, no problem. We can do it that for the child. You're speaking of a community college at this point, right? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Which I think is really, really cool. And I think sometimes that's a better fit, yes, for certain students. Some yes. Yes. All right. So, all right. Let's say this. This is to both y'all. Let's say uh, you've got a parent that's you know you got they want to come in. They want to what what's what is it that that they what is it that you all would do with their child with their with these students in a process and what's it look like like you know from the first year or you know and you can break it down if you like. But I know that there's people out there listening and saying you know I've got this I got a college bound uh, student or a son or a daughter that's, you know, in eighth grade, ninth grade, 10th grade, I want them to get enrolled now. But what if they're out of state? You guys can do this by Zoom too, can you not? We can. Okay. And also, so I know you're based in Texas, but you guys can go nationwide and even international if you need to. Uh, but with that, you know, what, what is it, what's the, what's the curriculum like, or what's the schedule like for the, their children in this process? Well, Dora, you want me to just summarize real quick and then you expound. How about that? Yeah, sounds as great. A, as a ninth grader, we're going to work on habits and mindset. We're going to work on uh, what I just told you, Michael, about how important their actually their grades are. Um, we're going to we're going to do things to help them with habits, mindset, uh, mm-hmm. life habits at school that are really important, that are college ready. And then also life habits at home. Because as we know, if you're going to go stay in the dorm, you're going to live on your own. College tends to be holistic. So it kind of digs in there into those life habits. And that goes with emotional support when you actually get there. Mm -hmm. um, Because the pressure is on. 
And so those habits are important. 10th grade, we are going to rep those habits. We're going to start that PSAT process. That's when we start getting them in the mindset of high stakes testing, which weirdly, you know, it's always changing. That high stakes testing yeah. is kind of going to the wayside. It's not going away, but things are changing in the midst of that process. Mm -hmm. 11th grade, we are really going to get after it. We are going to write those essays, get that academic resume, get that community service. Now they're going to do community service all along, but as a junior, we're going after it. We're getting in those leadership positions. If you're yeah. on a team, if you're in a club, you're going to become a leader. You're going to be the president. You're going to be the treasurer. You're yeah. going to do all of that stuff. We are going to get after it that junior year. And academically, the junior year is the hardest year of school. 100%. Wow. You're going to be packing in those AP classes, the summer before junior year, you're going to take an AP summer school course. You're going to get in dual credit when you turn 16, different things like that. When you become a junior, it clicks in big time because now we're going to get on campus. Mm -hmm. We're going to get to some of those universities that you think you want to go to and, and check out, do you really, is that you at this yeah. point? You yeah, thought it was you, but then yeah. is it really you? And then senior year, we're going to go through all the little nitpicky applications. We're going to get those. We're going to use your academic resume. We're going to apply. We're going to do all the things. The cool thing is though, we, we kind of know all the secrets to make that part easier, <laughs> yeah, baby. faster, smoother. We're going to get you in that um, NASCAR situation and we're going to get it done. And we're going to go the fastest way from A to B that we can, because it's just, you know, the potholes and, you know, oh, yeah. just don't do that. You don't need to worry about that. We're going to do FAFSA. We're going to do letters of rec. Um, I would say that's the summary. I mean, that's yeah. not even, especially junior, senior, that is a summary real condensed. No, that's good. That's really good. Dora, do you, do you guys, uh, so, all right. As a parent, I remember uh, taking Brittany to these classes, getting paired for the AST or CTI. I don't know, whatever the testings were <laughs> and uh, getting, and I don't know, I was paying thousands of dollars and she still scored mediocre on this test. What do you guys have connections? How do you do that with the parents? Do you talk to the parents on, on what the, what should happen in this deal? And, and then do they kind of hand off the child to you guys and boom, you go. Um, yes. So we do have an initial consultation and yes, we do talk to parents and we kind of go over, Hey, this is what the program looks like. This is everything mm -hmm. that we do. Um, and then yeah, hand them over. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's kind of, you know, Lindsay and I were talking about this and it's literally like, um, driver's ed, you know, mm -hmm. I think that, um, lots of families go through the toughest of times, you know what I mean? Trying to teach their kid how to drive. Oh, and so what a blessing that you can just sign your kid up for, for driver's ed, you know, and maintain that relationship with your teenager, you know, I love that. and that's the important part is that, you know, along with, with our program, like with what Lindsay just described, all these great things that we get to do, but also, you know, that one-on-one -on -one time that we're getting to coach, you know what I mean? Your kid is also helping to kind of maintain that relationship, you know, um, because Great. it's super important, you know, and your kids are only with you for a certain amount of time, you yes. know? Um, and so that's something amazing uh, that we get to do, you know? And so. No, I love that. I, I love that. Let me ask you this. Cause I know you both are, are godly women. 
you guys are Christians, you love Jesus, and your Holy Spirit filled. I love that. Now you get students, I imagine you both taught in the public schools. You're still teaching in the public school, Lynn, uh, Dora. And Lindsay, you were in the public school system for 20 years, yes? Mm-hmm. Yes. And so coming out of that, okay, and I know you get Christians from the public school. I know that. Uh, and how do you bring your faith into this, if at all? I would say stewardship Mm -hmm. teaching stewardship what that means taking your talent and multiplying it Mm -hmm. um i would say taking the fear out of it a lot of kids are really under a lot of pressure Mm -hmm. expectation perceived expectation from parents what you think they want you to do who they who you think they want you to become yeah. is it going to be approval to them is it going to be that weighs them down you know are they going right. to be good enough can they most kids really 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 want to please their parents and make yeah. their parents proud of course yes but sometimes they don't know how to do that mm-hmm. and 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 some of this comes into identity too as well is really, you know, we've got so much confusion right now over identity. Oh, yes. It's it's insanity. Yes. Um, and if you cannot, you you cannot solidify your identity, then your vision will be skewed. It's like if you were in a sailboat and you you your nautical mile was a little one 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 centimeter off or whatever. When you wake up in the morning, you're going to be way off course of here. Course. And so if you out of this place of identity, you know, we all know you change so much from 18 to 25 Mm -hmm. and you're making choices for your later self in a snapshot of 17 and 18 years old. Well, when your identity is not solidified, so helping them come into something maybe they don't see, like, do you Mm -hmm. see this? Like, this is really who you are. You thought you were this, Mm -hmm. you know, but now look. Like, here's an example. A lot of our girls throughout the time, they think that they want to be nurses. Mm -hmm. Why? Because they've done kind of a lot of caregiving. Maybe they have other siblings. They, you know, have done these different things growing up. They they've, they've taken care of folks just by nature. Yeah. So they think they should be a nurse. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I tell them that nursing is about science and it's about loving science. Do you understand science? Do you understand that these courses are anatomy, physiology? Mm-hmm. These are getting your CNA certification. This is all about poking people with things. This is about, they're like, what? I thought it was about taking care of people, making people feel better. Then they realize, I don't want to be in the medical field. I don't want to be a nurse. Right. I'm not sure what it is, but I thought that's what I was inclined towards. Mm-hmm. But I'm really not because I don't want to take a ton of science courses. Right. So that's so so they have a realization and, and you help them with that and get and 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 plow through that. So let me ask you this, Dora. Do you ever when when some of your students come to you and say, you know, uh, you know, because I know, you know, uh, in the public school, it's different. Uh, I know there's a lot of that you'll probably get private school students as well. Uh, do they tell you that, hey, well, I want to pray or do you offer prayer up to them if you know they're Christian or do you ask that? How's that done? Is it? And I know it's probably sensitive in some areas. Yeah. Um, no, in, in my time, I don't think I have ever 
been asked. I mean, no one's ever asked me to pray for them. Yeah. Um, I think they, they just, I don't know. Uh, there has, I haven't run across a lot of believers that were students actually. Um, and, or I didn't know until afterwards that they told me, um, Hey, I'm a believer. Yeah. Um, but I will say that actually last year, there was a student who did seek me out for, um, extra coaching. Actually. Um, she's the one that came to me and said that, um, you know, she just needed help. And, um, aside from, you know, the things that we were doing in class, she's like, mm-hmm. I want, and I showed her and I'm like, okay, so are these all the categories? And she's like, yes, I need help at home. I need help with my relationships. I need help with blah, 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 you know? And so, um, I did get to learn that the student was a believer. And so, um, you know, meeting yeah. with her after school, I did have the opportunity, you know, just to, to pray for her, you know, um, just kind of letting her in, like just in the process. And like yeah. Lindsay was talking about like identity and it's just, you know, how it all comes from the Lord and just, you know, we're led, you know, by the spirit. And so that's really important, you know, because our, you know, one of our vision statements is to unlock the process, unlock the student and unlock the future. And I love that. Yeah. And so the cool thing is, is that at coach to college, like we get to do that with Holy spirit, Come on, you know? And so yeah as we see each kid and we're praying for each student, you know what I mean? It's like, it's not even like what, what I want, whatever, but it's more like getting to unlock what's in there, Mm -hmm. unlock with the Lord, you know, it's placed in there. So it's good. Well, our audience is predominantly Christian. We've got some, you know, and it's all over. Maybe there's some non-believers out there, but you know, um, or maybe they're on the fence, but I know this, I do know this, that I really, having a, you know, a coach that's going to coach me or coach my child, my son, my daughter, my niece, my nephew, my grand grandchildren into that. I like it that you all are going to be praying over them, even if it's a covert situation. And I think that's really important. And I know some kids were like, oh, no, I don't want to discuss that. Maybe they're not, you know, that strong of believers, but there could be some, especially in our audience. So if they came to you and said, listen, I, you know, we really want to do this. And maybe the parents will let you know that. I think that would be really good because I know Lindsay, uh, you're now uh, you're now a chief executive pastor at Storehouse Church, which is really cool, and I think that's a really awesome uh, position for you. And I know you, you did a great sermon this last Sunday, which I was in NLA, but I'm going to go back and listen to it. Uh, but you uh, you're you've been there. Has it been a year and a half? Two years? It's been a year and a half. Wow. It'll be two years in in June. Wow, that's awesome. That's really cool. And Dora, you go to the same church and we got to know you and you both are amazing. And uh, I'm real excited about this coach to college. So you started this business when, and uh, you, I think you started relatively, you know, not too long ago. And so uh, you've got your website up. You guys are on social media. I saw some of your social media this week. I don't know who's doing it, but it looks really cool. Really bomb. I started reposting some of this stuff. So if somebody wants to get a hold of you, do they go to your website and they can set up a consultation with you all? I think you do a, a free consultation with the parent. Yes. Or the student. Yes. Yeah. Um, Dora does all our social media, by the way. She's. Amazing. Oh, wow. Aren't you talented, and, Dora? Uh, she's. <laughs> uh cutting her teeth on this business and i'm so proud of her because without her i could not do it amen um but yes they could dm us in in instagram or go to the website coachtocollege.com um you know yeah we're building it okay so out of the nle process which we both went through nle in april of 2021 Mm -hmm. um 
something would begin to stir like in me, like I didn't know what it was. I did. I really didn't. Um, and then my husband who is in marketing and, uh, he's an SEO guy and has an amazing, uh, talent in that area. He was just like, what about calling it coach to college? And I was like, that's amazing. Michael was like, that's amazing. This will, people will want this. Yes. And I was like, they will, you know, like, well, okay, good. Okay. So it kind of marinated. And then actually last April, and this is crazy because we didn't tell Dora that we were doing L300, me and my husband, Rob. Oh, we wow. Didn't mention it. I right? didn't know that. We didn't mention it. And I think Brianna reached out to Rob and was like, there's a few more spots. Do you and Lindsay want to do it? And I like, didn't know that he signed us up, but I was pleasantly surprised that he was taking initiative. And I was like, okay, we're doing it. And it was kind of last minute. Well, we walk in to your house and then there's Dora. And I was like, <laughs> I can't believe we both did it. I was like, you got the thing for Brianna too. Like what? And she's like, I sure did. So through the process, and really it was her process that brought about her saying, I see what is in your heart. I want to do that. I want to do that with you. Yeah. Like, and that's kind of like where this birthed out of, because it was just not really that apparent until <laughs> last April. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really, you know, and as I'm now you mentioned that, Lindsay, I remember that because I remember and 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 Dora, I was really processing you in that process. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was really coaching you into that. It's like, woman, don't you see this? You guys have got so much skills and talent. <laughs> let's let's put this out there in the kingdom, baby. And uh, and yeah, and one thing led to another, and here we go. We got a website, we got SEO, we got your husband working, you know, on this cool website, and you guys are out there making it happen. And I really believe you know, that's what the beautiful thing about coaching is. And what you do with these students is mm -hmm. you get to sh show them things that they might not see in themselves, mm -hmm. you know, and we all have blind spots, as we know. And and I think, you know, just like watching this chosen, you know, I mean, Jesus really can spot blind spots, right? Really easy, right? He talks to, he talks to Peter and he talks, or Simon, and he talks to, you know, Andrew, and he talks to, you know, even Judas, and he sees these things in them. And I think that's what, Christianity, one of the big things is that we need to do instead of always just walking on eggshells saying, hey, listen, I think this is a blind spot in you. And that's kind of what we processed that weekend with you and Lindsay. And it really turned out pretty cool. And so I'm so proud of you, ladies, man. This business is great. I just what I love about your business is if my daughters were going to college, if they're in high school right now, you would be it. You, I would say, listen, here's, here's all three of them. Get, get them in with the college. Hey, can you throw a scholarship in? That'd be awesome. I'll even give you a bonus if you can get a little, even some scholarship money. Because there's a lot of scholarship money out there, is there not? Yes. Yeah. And, and you need to know how to apply to, for that. And you also need to know that they're coming up or that whatever, because a, a lot of students miss it. Do the, you know, and I think that's one of the best things that you guys do. I know 
you know, it's it 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 would be nice, you know, senior year that they're going to visit these campuses and they can narrow it down, you know, to three different schools that all want them, that's all offering them some kind of financial assistance. I know not everybody gets a hundred percent ride. I know that's rare, but there is money out there. And so how do you find that or do you how do you introduce that or, and do you constantly stay up to date on that? Dora, you can answer that if you like. Um, yes, actually, we do constantly stay up to date on what is out there. Um, I mean, I've learned a lot just from Lindsay, too. I mean, she did it a lot longer than I did. Um, so just learning her system. But yes, we teach these kids how to create a system, you know, for applying to scholarships, because it's something that you do every year. Um, okay. You know, you you look at how you're paying for school like every single year. And so you're building this system um for every single year of how you're applying for scholarships what you're applying for and so the cool thing that we get to do is we get to show parents we get to show students hey did you know that all of this is available you know and also helping them keep up with all of the deadlines like hey here's this like hey here's this and then just breaking it down for them because you know it can be daunting um, just applying right. for lots of scholarships or not knowing where to apply or not knowing, um, you know, we're pretty good at being able to, you know, know a kid and be able to be like, hey, this one, you're, you're, you know, a good candidate for this one. You're, you can definitely get this one. You, you can definitely get this one, you know, and we've been able to have some like really great, you know, just partnerships within the community too. Um, and, uh, one of the big tips, you know, here's a free one for y'all. Uh, one of the big tips is community, um, just local scholarships. Yeah. And so, um, that's also an advantage, you know, that we have of having, um, some great partnerships with people within the community yeah, that want I, to invest in kids, you know, that yeah. want to invest. Right. Um, there, there, you know, there's a lot of philanthropy in local areas. Yes. Mm -hmm. And 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 people will do that. And I, and I know like here in Dallas, uh, there's the Hunt uh, Scholarship. And I know that uh, uh, the Hunt family, which is a very generous family and wealthy oil family, that they have students. And I remember Brianna meeting some of the Hunt uh, Scholarship students at SMU. You know, they didn't get a full ride, but they got most of it paid for. And let me tell you, coming from a father that paid full tuition at SMU, man, that's a, that's a big chunk, baby. <laughs> and so... Uh, all right. So uh, that's really good. And and that to me right there is the most one of the, you know, as a parent, as a father paying for college, you know, because I've spent a lot of money after tax dollars on it. And to get those scholarships and know where to go is really important uh, as the students might not see it that way, but the parents definitely do. So, Lindsay, let me ask you this. It, uh, OK, so let's say senior year, they narrowed down to three universities, three colleges that they think they can get in, maybe even be an offer scholarship. What do you do? You coach the students on how to be how to ha and deal with the interview process. Yes, um, that's part like leading up like we I, I start that in junior year. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Yeah, just start because one of the things with kids is they they have a they have trouble communicating about themselves and advocating for themselves. Right. Many do. Some don't, but many do. Right. And so being able to communicate their strengths, be okay with their weaknesses and not, and not divulge everything, you know, just kind of keep right. their cards closed, but yet have a great interview. We do coach that hundred percent. And okay. then if they're a senior and they're down to three, 
they've really got to get on campus. Yeah. Because then it becomes like a, an outfit, like what, yeah. what fits you for real? You know, is this, do you see yourself here? Do you, what's the vibe? You know, what are the intangibles? Yeah. Do you feel like I, I could belong here? Is there something that really attracts me the, above the rest? Mm-hmm. Is there a degree plan that, that, you know, like there's many students, they, they get down to the top three and two don't even have their degree plan. Oh, wow. So then you, you've narrowed down immediately, <laughs> yeah, you know, right. and then, and then here's the deal. Some, they might get on campus and the, the degree plan is there. It's where they always thought they want to go. And then all of a sudden it's like, this isn't it. So then we go back to the drawing board and kind of rethink. Yeah. Um, you know, because again, this, this, you, this is where kids take that why from their friends. And even to be honest, this is a tough one, but from their parents. Yeah. Because the kid at that point has to do what is, is fits them, you know, Mm -hmm. And, regardless um, of the legacy or regardless of their best friend sometimes yes yes mm. or regardless of the boyfriend they're chasing to that school or <laughs> yeah. Yeah. well and those kind of things happen yeah kind of people make it work but yeah. i can tell you it's going to shake down over time because that that child is not going to be successful in that environment yeah that they're really having to push themselves to go to class every day. They're having to push themselves to enjoy the time and see purpose in it. They don't see purpose in it. They're not going to do it because college is set up to weed you out. Yeah, that's right. Set up to, if you, if you don't see the purpose of this, then don't come. That's it. It separates the wheat from the chaff pretty quick, you know? And uh, I, you know, one of the things that I love that you ladies offer to parents. Okay. uh, Is the fact that like when Stacy and I had our daughters growing, you know, Stacy and I aren't, you know, we weren't, you know, uh, on the, on the, uh, you know, genius level on any stretch of the imagination. So when, the, when our kids needed uh, tutoring or something like that, we didn't do the tutoring. We hired tutors to do that because we didn't, I mean, we helped them when they were really little, you know, but as they got older, you know, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade, we hired tutors because the tutors can have a lot better impact on them than we can and even if we even if we had knew the, the the subject or knew how to do it and that's what i think is real important because with this you know the mom dad they're out there earning a living they're out there doing their thing it's stressful enough having a teenager yes lord and so with right. that you take away that other huge stress of saying look you know we want our daughter we want our son our nephew our grandchild to go to college would you help them do that and that's a huge benefit. And the other thing I want to say out there to parents listening to this, listen, you know, it's, yes, it costs money to hire a coach to college, but it's not like it's going to be, you don't need to go out there and refinance your house money, but it is something that's a valuable, that's going to earn millions of dollars in the long run for your children. Okay. Yep. And it's a proven fact. If your child is college bound, they want to go to college their earning potential is 10 times greater uh, the first 10 years than it is if they don't have a college degree, especially if they're going to be a professional. So, you know, if you're a grandparent out there that wants to help your grandson or granddaughter, if you're an uncle and aunt uh, that want to help a niece or nephew, if you're, if you want to bless somebody, if you, and mom and dad, if you've got that college bound student, if you want your daughter, if you want your son to go to college, 
call coach to college. Okay. Even if you're in Minnesota or you're in New York or you're in California or you're in Florida, uh, and especially if you're in Texas, because these women are amazing. So I want you guys are awesome. I'm so glad you guys have started this coach to college and I can't wait uh, to see you guys on the front of Forbes and Inc. magazine as as the all time savior of most parents in, in the teenage kids lives. Uh, but I want to talk to you uh, about and I ask every guest this podcast guest what scripture are you are sitting on correct right now and why and if you have read any interesting books lately by who so I'll start with you Dora gosh I was hoping you'd start with Lindsay I know you were <laughs> gosh oh my goodness okay I'm having to think all right so honestly this week I have been sitting in well, I was reading the first time 15 yesterday wow. and kind of going back over the uh, scriptures that Lindsay actually used in her sermon wow. from Sunday Good. <laughs> and just really kind of going there like with the Lord, you know, um, just about uh, just, you know, leaning in and just being obedient and um, just being in alignment with the Lord. So and then what was question number two? What interesting books are you reading? if any? Oh, OK. Oh, gosh. Um, I like to read multiple books at the same time. And so currently I'm reading, um, Atomic Habits. Um, so that's one book I'm reading. Um, I'm looking at my stack right now. Um, (laughs) I know I'm like, what else is on here? Okay. Um, I'll just name the authors. I'm currently reading a book, uh, by David Slyker and it's just on the end times. So, you know, got to pepper in a little bit in that, like in there. Um, I'm also finishing Tracy's book, God of the door. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. And, yeah. <laughs> so I'll just, that's I'll good. There. All right. So you're in Samuel. That's great. And, uh, I love that. That's really good. All right, Lindsay. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to go with Matthew 22. I've really been looking at this feast that Jesus is talking about Mm. and just imagining it for a double-edged sword one I just feel that call for hospitality uh that big dinner feast like just wanting to host people and just asking the Lord like how do I do that and then the other part where it's like how do you hold your heart how how are we going to get to this feast what are we going to do when we get there and what does it look like for for to feast with the Lord you know and just contemplating that and the garments that we need of course are him we put on christ the groom provides those wedding garments and just really letting that sink in you know he i put him on and that's what qualifies me to go to the wedding it's not going to be my own righteousness it's not going to be my own works it's not going to be how good i did it's going to be him that i'm wearing you know and he is that beautiful bridegroom and just thinking about all the love that that means yeah, um, beautifully said, sister. It's good. So, what books are you reading right now? If any, well, so you're gonna think this is crazy, but Velveteen Rabbit. Oh, yes, um, I, I love actually, Velveteen Rabbit. The Lord kept highlighting it. It was NLE weekend. Literally, we watched two shows that highlighted this book. We're going to a wedding tomorrow, surprisingly, Matthew 22. We're going to Amazing. a wedding. And I just felt like this was supposed to be the gift for this bride and groom as my card to them that if they walk in love, they'll become real and authentic with each other. Yes. Just wanting them to know that. So it's my niece and I'm excited for them. And then um, 
the other book I am reading that I just got is called Imagine Heaven. Mm. And I don't know the author, but it's about these people that have died and come back to life and just sharing their experiences and what heaven is like and really wanting to get that in my mind. You know, I love that. I love that. I know there's some been some really cool movies, true stories about that too. And I just love watching those movies. It just, it just increases my faith. Kind of like watching Chosen, you know, watching. Yeah. I just, it's just really so cool. So, well, listen, listeners, you need help. You got a student there that you want to get to college and you, know, you want to go to college. Maybe they're on the edge. Maybe you're on the edge trying to get <laughs> to college. Okay. Talk to Lindsay and Dora. They own this company. They are all in. They've got vast amount of experience. They're 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 godly women, but they are the they care and they want to get your daughter or your son into the college of their choice and possibly save you some money and some scholarship. Yes, yes, Lord. So go check out coach uh to college.com, coach to college.com, and they will set you up with a free consultation. Yes, yes, yes. All right, they'll be in the show notes. Ladies, you guys are amazing. I'm so excited about what's going to happen. And, uh, you know, listen, I've got three grandchildren. I'm going to have more on the way, so I'll probably be sending those three. There'll be three future plans for you. I know that. All right, well, God bless you. Thank you so much for being on the Next Level Podcast. You guys are amazing. God bless you. Thank you, you, Michael. Thank you, Michael. Thank you for listening to the Next Level Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share. For more resources to help you maintain your next level life, join our community at themichaelmcintyre.com.